have a lot of people in our lives. We have our close friends. We have a confidant. We have some family member we go to, or even some support groups. You know. So right now, I don't know who the connecting helpline is, or I'm just an anonymous caller, and I'm going to call an anonymous person. And yes, they are going to listen to me, and I'm going to vent out. But how is this going to help me better than a friend or a loved one or a partner helping me? Uh, so, Shimpa, there are multiple dimensions to that. Uh, first, I want to ask you: Am I audible? Is this clear? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Thank okay. you. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, there are multiple dimensions to that. So, if I have to turn to my friend, right? Um, I'll. a lot could uh, come into play my relationship with my friend how um, i will feel speaking to my friend how my friend will take all of that so when we talk about listening and as andy pointed out and you know that that has been my experience in this work as well that there are two people in this so when i am listening to someone it is affecting me as well in some way and that's where you would also feel that if at all i have to reach out to someone i will be very mindful of the fact that you know uh, i am not burdening the other person yeah. with my pain with my stress and there is this constant communication so i am though i am a listener the communication is both ways so let's say when i am speaking with you i am also looking at you i know where it's getting too much for you as well and then i would stop because i don't want to burden yeah. you even for even for you shubha uh, if you are listening to me with all good intent you know your heart being at the right place do really might want to rescue me yeah and in that case though it is helpful at times i may not feel uh, you know i may not have that agency i may not feel in control so when you talk about uh, you know people reaching out to connecting it's a very different space Uh, I'll just give you a very, very small. I don't know if it is an example or an analogy. Let's talk about since you are talking about listening. What what happens when we don't get this space, and what changes when there is a space where we can really, really talk? Just to give you an analogy, a colleague of mine uses this, you know, very, very frequently, and she explains this brilliantly. Let's say you have a thorn, you know, on on your foot. Somewhere on your heel, on toe, some whatever. I am not even getting into the size of the thorn or the intensity of the prick. I am, mm. let's say, and let's see this thorn as some kind of an emotional pain. So I'm just inviting the audience to think of some any kind of stressful situation, any kind of emotional pain that they might be going through right now, or they might have experienced earlier. and let's see that let's try and understand this analogy from that point of view so let's say that thorn is there and i reach out to you shilpa yeah. shilpa i've got this thorn and you are yeah. a you are a very good friend right in this equation shilpa you are having your own journey as well and we also have a lot of investment with each other your response could be anything your response could be come on shilpa you know now don't don't worry about this thorn it's not going to harm you it's very small yeah uh i love you as a friend i may not really pay attention to what you said but 
unknowingly you have given me another thorn mm. by not acknowledging it or you may say chota every time something happens you know you come up with this you are always whining yaar come on it's time to just move on another thorn another prick or you may just say ki chota please yaar not today all right i mean i have had a very very bad day myself my thorn is much bigger than yours at least today you have added another thorn and we do it without really being mindful of this with all good intent yeah it doesn't really affect the sentient but just imagine you know i am there is this thorn there is this prick which is just adding and i am not even aware of this Hmm. but then i started doubting myself if my thorn is really big enough should i really pay attention to that is it really worthy of you know the emotional difficulty the pain that i'm feeling right now so just imagine there was just a small thorn one emotional pain that i wanted to express to you and in return i received many more without you wanting to act when you are not paying attention to that thorn probably it is hurting probably you know you are very cautious of that foot you start putting pressure on the other foot and very slowly you start feeling pain in that foot and then you know it starts increasing then you are taking care of that leg it's you know it moves on to your shoulders or to your limb or to your arm or something else and then you start wondering like what is wrong with my hand why is it paining so much when you speak with someone like for example i'm, I'm very specific i'm talking very specifically for connecting when you speak here this is a kind of listening space and it is safe and when i say safe i mean that no matter how scary uh, how frivolous how i mean because we also feel like you know do i i don't want to waste someone's time mm. i know this thorn is not important why do i waste someone's time for us nothing is trivial as long as it is causing any kind of emotional pain it is important so people reach out to us talking about pain in the arm pain in the hand and this whole conversation shalpa is i would say it's an unfolding process it's like you are unpeeling you know the onion and peel after peel after peel you will realize that it is all stemming from there so that one feeling that you experience that one thorn that you got pricked with just imagine there is a lot of stress that going on internally your body is producing stressful hormones so it is affecting you neurologically just look at all the societal conditions that we all are raised with but you know it's not big enough you shouldn't be crying for this now you know you are a whining person you always overreact and these things we kind of normalize in our lives but at the same time it also affects us big time so in a conversation like this where there is a safe space where there is a person who is genuinely interested you know in wanting to know that shweta tell me more about this and that's how probably in one conversation in multiple conversations this thing may show up for me that you know there was a thorn and it was hurting and i was not aware of that that's the kind of listening that we are talking about 
I don't know if it makes uh, much sense here, but I thought probably this one analogy where you can see it, you know, biologically, sociologically, psychologically, because then your behavior also changes. And what changes when there is a safe space? Shwata, I'm going to use the word that you use, unfolding. You actually unfolded the story of our dealing with the problem with the help of a thorn. It has made such wonderful sense to me. I invite the audience to let us know how they feel about this, if they have any questions. In fact, I want to ask everybody that, you know, Shweta said that we have a safe space to listen, but let's say I have a best friend, I have a confidant, and they treat me the way I want to be treated when I go to them with a problem, okay? It's a perfect situation. I really don't need a helpline, okay? But even in that situation, Shweta, by what you said, please tell me if I have understood this correctly. Even if I have people to help me, calling you, calling the helpline is actually going to make me think about my situation. You are actually, by listening to me, and by making me talk, I'm going to have more clarity about my situation. I'll probably understand myself better. And then is it correct to think that I will also become a more independent person? Uh, so Shilpa, there are, I mean, I'm looking at two questions here. One, mm -hmm. if you have friends, so I also have friends here. What I can, what I have seen, what I have experienced, and of course, you know, your experience could be different. The audience here, they could have a very different experience. But as a friend, I may not feel very comfortable asking certain questions. Mm. As a friend, I may not be able to see that objectivity that is actually required in this composition. As a friend, I would be very mindful that I don't want to hurt Shilpa by asking this. Mm -hmm. So I'll just take a step back. Which, of course, as I said, you know, we are not questioning the intent in any way. My intent is to not hurt Shilpa. But is it helping Shilpa the way, you know, a very objective, a very fearless, and at the same time, a very gentle, a very uh, intuitive conversation may feel like? So we have we received calls from people who tell us that their psychiatrists have given them our number. You know, they say that we may not, as psychiatrists, we may not be available all the time. And as psychiatrists, we have this limited, uh, uh, you know, number of hours that we can offer you. So if at all you feel like talking, here is the number. So we have people who, who receive numbers from psychiatrists. We also receive calls where, you know, uh, a mother calling us and asking us to speak with the child. And she passes the, passes the phone mm -hmm. over to the child. So there she is. I mean, you know, the, the intent is there. They want to support the child. But at the same time, as a caregiver, and when I say a caregiver, we play different roles. So if for me, I am also a caregiver. I am not using this word caregiver as, you know, someone who's sick and I am caring for that person. Mm -hmm. As a caregiver, just in a role. Probably as a wife, I am a caregiver. As a mother, I am a caregiver. As a daughter, I am a caregiver. In all those relationships. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy to support all the time. And it takes a toll on us as well. So when I gave you the example that mother, you know, spoke with us and asked us to speak to the child, we support both of them. Because if the child is going through any kind of difficulty, 
the mother by default will go through a difficulty and these things kind of you know get ignored yeah. we don't pay much attention to to this yeah and the second thing was like you know just about the objectivity uh, shirpa just the objectivity of this and when you say that will i feel more independent i would say that as a person you are experiencing what you are experiencing anyway whether mm-hmm. someone asks mm-hmm. you or doesn't ask you it doesn't take yeah. anything away from you if someone asks you there is an opportunity for you to respond to that there is an opportunity for you to to really look at things more clearly then of course you are you are able to sift through your own difficulties you are able to sift through your own emotions you are also able to see it in your body i mean most of the time we feel you know we always keep our shoulders tight yeah our thighs are always contracted most of the time and for many of us our body is constantly receiving these so in in a conversation like this you will be able to see a lot for mm. yourself with at least some clarity so Absolutely. we can't change your experience we can't mm-hmm. add to what you're already experiencing but there is an opportunity to express yourself uh, fearlessly because you are also scared it might be overwhelming for you as well you know to to share mm-hmm. so much yeah so yeah mm-hmm. uh, this is this is the kind of space that that this that that connecting offers yeah 